from the Yubio Business Services Studios. You're listening to KTXX FM and HD1 BK, KTAE AM Elgin, K270CO Round Rock. Guests on the horn appear courtesy of the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina is located on Highway 360, just south of West Bank Drive. With a cane pole in his hand, like a fool of trim sitting down by the street, but leads him to the corpus bay. Give him a shotgun to please his mind, give them well a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me, I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas, I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup. Put the dog on the porch and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going. Leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind. We're going up. Welcome. It said a song and a smile. You're missing one of those this morning. The song. Yep. Yeah, that's what it. Welcome. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse as we are every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. Right here live on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Um, Thank you for hanging out with us. I'm Cody Ryan. And sitting in with me this morning, beefsteak. Oh, yeah. And salt dog twisting wires, getting the cheer, squirrel chewed wires taped back together and keeping us coming through the. He's mixing on the eight track this airwaves morning. Airwaves. He's trying to strong. make some new uh, intros, and he's got the eight track running and that reel to reel over there. He's pasting stuff together for yeah. us. Yeah. Man. That's hard work, man. That dude has got. That dude is smart. Got skills. He's got skills. Uh huh. TJ is in Wisconsin. Yeah, Cheesehead. Wisconsin. I saw a picture where there was snow on his rental car. Yeah, he said it was uh, like twenty nine degrees yesterday when I talked to him, and I said, "Well, when you get back, it's going to be twenty (laughs) eight. So twenty nine. Come on, man. Tonight it'll be twenty eight or twenty nine. Yeah." He's bipolar weather here, huh? It is March. Yeah, I know. I know it's things are happening. Roar in like a lion, like and then what they say. We haven't had winter at all, and now it decides (laughs) to show up in March. (laughs) Well, we're having a father son camp out this Friday, this coming Friday night. Already been rescheduled once. That's right, because of because of cold cold weather. 
And we're going to see. I know one of those Four is going to show up. Yeah, and they thought we'll be safe, you know, in March, right? Yeah. So I think uh, I think the good Lord just wants to show everybody how the weather and Mother how Nature you do works. Hard, th- hard things, right? Regardless, you just go of weather. You just do it. What, what, one of the when I uh, first got in Austin like thirty years ago, uh, one of the things I noticed, which I was just I was impressed with, is they mow lawns around here, like landscapers. Yeah, I don't care if it's raining uh hailing or everybody just i know they do it for money i mean you know you just do it but i was like you know what they never sit and check the weather nobody no, no you just go do it man you work you around do. well it. the beautiful part is too like mowing your yard we don't have that typically most areas around austin in austin you don't have that soft ground that you sink in i mean it's really got to be a gully washer to to sink in to not do the your dirt lawn. around here. Right. right. Or you, you make big footprints or big right. holes or whatever. It's not like East Texas where that dirt's soft, <clears throat> you know, planter, dark black dirt, you know. But isn't that with outdoor activities, with hunting and, I mean, you go, you go deer hunting and you just either wear more clothes or change things around. You don't let the weather really change what you're doing. I mean, no, I don't really. It, I don't really check the weather until the day before to figure out what I need to wear the next day. Right, but it's not going to keep you from well whether we I'm should saying. go or not go. No, you go. I just check the weather to see if I need to put thermals on or shorts. See, and that's my rant that I've been talking about this. I wanted to, was going to discuss with you because I got my wife said something about there was a kid that was helping us with me with my fence yesterday. And it was getting a little wet, you know, it was starting to rain out. And I'm like, where are you going? I, there's nothing. So what if it's raining a little bit, right? right. And uh, we started talking about the difference between the people that are what she called concrete cowboys and the people that are, she called them the difference between boys and men. And that's where yeah. you could tell was when they just go do things, yeah, you know, and they know how to do them versus, oh, I'm going to stop doing it, or I don't know how to do it, or I'm going to get someone else to do it. And uh, real men take care, of, take care of it or learn how to do it or figure it out, right? I well, mean, that, I are, mean, are we missing that? Because a kid yesterday, I'm sorry. I'm not about I'm real keep, men, but. Well, to her, that was what she yeah. was saying is that's kind of her and definition. You and I may say that, but I don't know. So that that's... there was a kid, uh, one of the guys that went out, we did a little pre-deal where we went out to the campsite and the, the ranch. We we're going to put up a flagpole and he got some oil field pipe that he bought, like nice. a 30 foot thing for like 10 bucks. You know, you can yeah. have pipes everywhere down in South Texas or just south of San Antonio. So he brought three of them back for like 30 bucks. So we were talking about how we're going to put a cap on there. And the kid is a junior in high school out in Wimberley. And he goes, oh, there's a MIG welder over there. I'll just tag on. I'll just put a little bead around there. Like, what? Isn't that cool? Yeah. That the kid said, that's going to be my shop project. Oh, yeah. And I'm just going to, you know, weld that. And we're like, well, that's galvanized. You better, you know, keep the air blowing or something. You don't want to breathe that in. But the point was. They're still doing stuff like that out in Wimberley and some of the smaller towns around the area where you oh, got yeah. shop class. You got, I know ag is still, you yeah. know, right here in Austin. You get the some. future farmers of America, 
which I don't even think most people know what that means. FFA. FFA. They're like, is that the federal, like, (laughs) conducts airlines? Federal Filet Association. (laughs) But isn't that a difference between uh, shop class and people that can take on something where you could weld? I mean, can you weld? I, I don't know if you've ever done that before. I got exposed to it as a younger guy on a farm. Where uh, you metal just... work is not my thing. I do have a couple little stick welders and stuff like that, yeah. but I don't have. I'm not a welder. I, I, that's one thing I don't know that I want to learn. There's your eventually. bucket list, man. The bucket list. Yeah. I don't like saying that because, okay, like bucket list. You start a bucket list when you're like starting to die. <clears throat> well, let's talk about bucket lists as being something on your list you would like to accomplish, right? That I don't is like the next using step. the word bucket list. It sounds well, like you, something you're about to you're about to you're deciding to do because you're like <clears throat> calling it quits. You're gonna kick the bucket, yeah. right? So let's just call it your man list. No, nah, I don't okay. like calling it man list either because I'm pretty manly. I got enough things going on. I need to learn how to weld, eventually. But I got enough stuff on my plate right now. Okay, well, a hammer and nails and and a pile of wood. I can pretty much make you anything you need that's what i was thinking about you yesterday i was building a fence yeah trying to get the the gate and uh i bought lumber that i thought was going to be really good because it was only it was cheap well that's yeah it was like man these eight foot fence you know planks or or pickets are going to be great well on the outside of it they warped it you know they had a little bit of uh were they treated they were treated also so the new treated since 2003, uh-huh. treated lumber uh, is a different process now, and that stuff warps like nobody's business. It's it's wet as can be. I ended up ripping each one of them on a table saw uh, you, to get the sides down it's perfect. It's going to wobble anyway. Hey. So that's how we do this it, This is huh? the Outdoor Zone. Did you hear the show before us, uh, the sports show before us? No, I did not. They had a, I thought it was funny, they were going through some conspiracy theory stuff did you hear this salt dog did you hear what they were saying so the show before us they were talking uh like some conspiracy theories and one of the things they brought up as kind of like potential conspiracy theories was the idea that PETA is actually a paid opposition from the uh meat industry so they oppose meat and uh they do these radicalized uh, things to oppose eating meat in order to but force in, people. Well, are, in, in in what it does is it really draws people stronger towards eating meat. Those <laughs> that are eating meat and that eat meat, yeah, it, it you know like strengthens because their it's ties. so ridiculous. Right, their, their right, position right, is right, so right, ridiculous. Right, right, right. Right. That it puts us in a good spot, like, yeah, well, that they're crazy. If they're you crazy, don't. yeah. yeah I'm, gonna eat non- I'm gonna go buy some more steaks some, today. Get some Just, bacon. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of a funny I, the show cool, before man. us that was the talking conspiracy theories. That was one of their theories. Sounds like something you'd say, actually. So you uh, know. so the meat industry is paying PETA to be radical. It's oh, actually the meat industry owns PETA. Hmm. I mean, back channels. Uh, there's. They got lawyers that pay off. Oh well, we won't get into that. Yeah, yeah. I so, thought it was interesting. So we got a good show for you coming up. Uh, we'll talk a little fishing. I was on the water the last couple days. I am worn out. 
we've got your outdoor news of the weird. Tons of good stuff coming up. Not only this hour, but next hour as we're live right here. It's the Outdoor Zone in the bunkhouse. Oh, yeah. Live. Cody Ryan and Beefsteak and Salt Dog. We got no TJ sitting in. I got a story about a guy I met on the water yesterday. Uh, got to give a shout out to him. And uh, we're not was, sure where he this was. One is of our go, four right? listeners. Oh, really? Yes. Cool. One of our four listeners. I met him on the water yesterday. So he just so. blew over to your boat and said, "Hey, Cody Ryan, I know you. I pretty, heard your voice. I heard that. It was recognized. It pretty much, pretty much. Man. We'll talk about that on the flip side. Uh, plus, your fishing reports. You get all that and more right here, one place every Sunday. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. And there is grace and forgiveness, mercy and healing. He'll meet you wherever you are. Cry out to Jesus. Cry out to Jesus. Hey everybody, this is Michael Waddell with Bone Collector Hunting Show, and you're listening to the TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. Light me up, Captain. McBride's Guns. Brought to you by the Outdoor Zone. McBride's Gun, Central Texas family-owned and operated gun shop. If you're looking for the right firearm, go see our friends at McBride's. If you're looking to trade your guns, McBride's is the place. An expert gunsmith on site. Only one place, McBride's. That's the only place I know that they've got a gunsmith right there, ready to go. Ready to work on anything you bring in. Absolutely. Looking for youth model rifle or shotgun? Go where the staff is skilled and trained to help you make the right choice. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You give them a call, 512-472-3532 or online, McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, and uh, I am Cody Ryan sitting in with me. Beefsteak this oh, morning. Yeah. It's a beautiful day. Salt Dog making it really happen. Uh, did you hear? You got our new intro going, yeah. man. Oh, Michael Waldale. Bone Collector, that's it, right there. Yeah. Gotta like that guy. Yeah, he is, man, he's been the man for years, hasn't he? Yeah, but he's super humble about it. Just, yeah. uh, it's the same guy that he was before. Uh, it's kind of cool. I just like his spirit, like his style. Yep. Um, makes it uh, seem fun, you know, being outdoors, collect bones, as they say. I was in uh, Lake Travis, on Lake Travis, the last two days. Cold weather, Absolutely. drizzly, <laughs> nasty. Friday and Saturday, uh, Friday being an official practice day for the Texas Team Trail came to town. The Cabela's cool. Bass Pro Shops Texas Team Trail. So you were there. Um, mm-hmm. I, of course, I of was course. there. Big tournament. Uh, went out of Jones Brothers Park, Jonestown Park, Jones Brothers Park. Jones, yeah, about yeah, 
way out there. 1431, yeah. out on that end yeah. of the lake? Other end. Yes. Way far one. <laughs> yeah, I launched at the Jonesboro. dam and drove yeah. across, drove across uh, via boat. But, uh, man, what a great event. Holy smokes. Really? Uh, not necessarily fishing-wise, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, big production. Uh, they had camera guys rolling around. So I, I, you had you your know, guide wear on, of course. Uh, well, of course, well, of but course. I had You're I talked to yeah. I uh, <laughs> did some interviews the day before with, um, you know, I know some of those guys and and Wade Middleton, you know, is produces the TV shows <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, Mike Hastings is the tournament director. Both names that are familiar in this area and the outdoor industry for years and years and. Um, so I did a quick interview for the TV show yesterday, and then they uh, mentioned they may try and call me to come find me on the water while I was fishing. Oh, That's cool. a whole other added level of pressure when you're fishing, right? So we, <laughs> <clears throat> the first place we start in, we're the first boat. We're boat number 34 out of 220. That's good, isn't it? Well, if you got somewhere to go, we didn't really <laughs> have anywhere to go. You're like, okay, what do we do next? But we pull in know, our starting can't be here. <laughs> we pull in our starting area, this this area that we decided to go to. I had one of three choices. We kind of flipped a coin and then had to flip it again to make <laughs> three. But uh the best two out of three. We uh pull in our starting area and we're fishing and uh you know, I think we catch one and then we see two boats coming in. Well, one of them is uh one of them's just the camera boat, and so they're following the other boat around, you know, right. filming, and there's a camera guy on their boat, and then a follow boat following them and all that in the same tiny little creek, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, I wonder, I told my partner, I said, I wonder if I should just, like, say, hey, y'all were going to try and contact me, you want to get it done now, you know, because it's a whole different with? element, because I'm, like, in tournament mode, but I'm also, like, you know, getting a little bit of TV coverage wouldn't be bad, you know. Right. With the, uh, I'm obviously not getting Cabela's the coverage thing. with the first place finishes <laughs> I've had this year by any means. So I need to get some. I need to get some coverage here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but I didn't. I let him go, and so I went on. We went on about our day. We we were catching a few fish, and um, went to our uh, second or second spot, I guess, um, and finished our limit. And I was like, oh, okay, Get that now, out of the way. now when the camera guy calls, I'll be okay. So we got a limit of fish in the boat. <laughs> it's like 10 o'clock you know, in the morning. Right? Pressure's off. Yeah. We don't have to do anything but uh, hang out with the camera guy for 30 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, and and then we go about our day. So anyway, okay. uh, they, and right after we caught our limit, they called and said, hey, where are you? We're sending a boat. You know, and I said, good, well, good. we're moving. So we moved and they showed up to our next spot and jumped on the boat with us. And um, that's cool. But the guy driving the boat, they hire a boat driver to drive them, the cameraman around, you know, throughout the day. And the boat driver pulls up and goes, hey, you do that outdoor show. <laughs> I said, yeah. So he said he only listens during deer season when he's going to deer camp. <laughs> oh. That's the only time he's up early enough on Sundays to listen to the show, <laughs> Okay, coming or going from deer camp. So just want to uh, let everybody know we have four listeners. We're up to four. We're up to four. All right. Yes. 
Someday. And uh, I'm going I'm going out on the water, out in the woods to find our listeners. You are. You're the roving <laughs> reporter now. <laughs> you, you, I know. I'm not you, reporting. I'm just trying to find people that'll listen. Hey. Hey, you want to listen? You want to listen to a show? That's funny. So it was fun. It was it was cool to uh, and my partner, shout out to Matt Moshe, oh, who really? caught a fish with the cameraman in the boat. Wow, that doesn't that usually doesn't happen. happen. That doesn't happen. No. Doesn't on happen. command, you just on, cast on, boom. Yeah, you got it on film and everything. So Wow, so that'll probably make it on the reel then. Yeah, on the maybe. Big time, big maybe. time, right? So anyway, that was fun. But uh, Texas Team Trail, 220 boats. That's pretty good. That's but. a huge turnout. What about for the lake? I mean... That size of a turnout for the, the lake the, the is lake, that the too lake, much, or well, can it handle it? No, it can absolutely handle it. Lake Travis, big lake, fifty-six miles long. The thing is, a lot of these guys are from all over the state, so not a lot of them, I, I don't think, ventured very far. As far as you know, maybe ten, fifteen miles. They didn't cover the whole fifty-six. They didn't go down to there the was Spicewood or anything like there that. There were right? your local guys that you know, myself and uh, a bunch of other guys familiar names in this area that you know ventured wherever they went i stayed close too as well um just because i needed to focus on my time of fishing but i i was gonna say that the fish 57 degree water it's cold Mm -hmm. i've got hand warmers in my pockets in my jackets you know i've got jackets it's cold it's rainy it was cold the day before Mm mm-hmm and during practice, I kind of went up to the bank at one point in one little area just to kind of see if the fish are shallow or if I could see any swimming around. And I saw one on a bed. Already. Already. Well, it's March in Texas. Well, yeah. There's a, well, they haven't started yet, have they? And then I saw another one on a bed. And I saw another one on a bed. Well, then I ran to a couple more creeks and I didn't see any. Then I ran to... The fourth creek I ran in, I saw another bed and another bed. and an- So What's going they are on? starting to spawn on Lake Travis, regardless that the water has not hit, you know, the magic <laughs> the 62 yeah. to 65 degrees. But I think it got me thinking that these fish, they don't, they don't, they don't listen to the weatherman. They have to spawn at some point. And these early spawners are starting to move up and do their thing because they're ready. It's that time of year. It's March in Texas. They get the itch. Plus, I think everything's <laughs> so thrown off with the weather we've had. You know, we're wearing shorts a week ago, yeah. and it's going to be 29 tonight. Peach trees are already blooming, man. They're, we've got blue bonnets all the way down the highway. Yeah, they're going to be very... Uh, <laughs> they're going to be upset tomorrow. Be, yeah, very I think upset things are blooming, night. are going to burn back. It's hard to be a landscaper. I can tell you that right now. I own a landscape business as well, and it is a miserable time to explain to clients why their stuff looks so beautiful, and and, and next week it's going to look terrible and may die, right. uh, you know, and have to redo it <laughs> in the real spring, I guess. So, Which comes when? April now? I have I no mean, idea. The fish don't care. The fish thinks it's spring, and they're moving up on sh- moving up shallow. So we caught most of our fish uh, within uh, twelve foot or less of water uh, on up to the bank. And two weeks ago, I couldn't catch a fish any shallower than 
18 to 20. Mm-hmm. So a, a few fish, a wave has moved up in certain parts of Lake Travis. I just thought it was interesting, you know, with the weather. It doesn't right. feel like when you get it out and it's freezing mm-hmm. cold outside that you're going to find fish up in two feet of water. But it's just your your mind, it kind of plays tricks on you, you know. You're right. like, I shouldn't be sight fishing with hand warmers. <laughs> I shouldn't Something. be looking at fish on beds with hand warmers in my gloves. Texas, right? I guess. I it mean. is Texas. And it, and it was, I mean, and the first one I caught off a bed, which is one that ended up going to our limit, um, was, uh, I mean, at 8 o'clock in the morning. I just happened to look down. And I was like, like, well, that's the a heck is fish that? right in the middle of this bright white <laughs> spot. There's a fish sitting there. And I pitched in there, first pitch, and he dunk, ate it. Went, oh, so you were okay. as surprised as he was. Yeah, huh? I, was, I was like, well, I don't know what to do now. So, Do, do they bed around docks a lot? <clears throat> yes, they do. Um, so any the protected, docks? kind mm-hmm. of protected windbreaks. Um, you know, I can't give away all my secrets. I'm not but, gonna... but no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, they bed around docks. Any protected areas, you know, the backs of coves, uh, protected pockets, around docks, marinas. And they do all kinds of funny stuff when it's time to go. But we finished uh, 23 pounds won it. I think 17 was second. Whoa. Tells you a big gap there. Yeah. We got, we got, they paid 33 places. Yeah. Which was nine and a half pounds. Okay. It only took nine and a half pounds to get a check. We got 34th place. (laughs) Ha ha. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm just like, how? I mean, that's just. You know what I, that makes in the last five years? Uh, Nate, where's the negative draw? In the last not, five not, years, yep. that is number eight for me that I have been first place out of oh. the money eight times. That's why I was snickering a little eight bit because you're so close. <laughs> I'm so close to being good, but I'm not. It just keeps you in the game. I'm, oh my, oh it my keeps gosh. you in. It's like you a are drug. so close. Eight. <laughs> eight times in five years. And you know, I only fish eight or ten events a year. Right there on that's the at edge, least, man. That's at least one and a half to two events every single year that I am first place. At, not five places out of the money. Not yeah. ten places out of the money. First out of the money. How does that even happen? I am so close to being having this figured out. The last five years. <laughs> I like how you're looking at that. I do. You're like, I wish I would One just One day be, I'm going to be good. If we could just go super bad, then I would know, right? Yeah. I'd, I'd just I'd go, hang I'd it go up. play golf or yeah, go do something fish else. for fun, whatever. Yeah. No, nah, you know? I don't even think I'd do that. Hey, uh, coming up next, Outdoor News of the Weird. It's the Outdoor Zone. Sorry, that was my rant on myself. Very self promoting no it was, segment uh, i hope it helped did it help you yeah, I, I think I feel so better feel now better i now. can breathe it's the outdoors on live in the bunkhouse we'll be right back with the outdoor news of the weird you don't want to miss it only one place right here 1049 the horn and 24 7 365 at the outdoorzone.com
Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. And right now, if you're not in love with your vehicle, we need to change that. Right now, test drive one of the best-selling vehicles in Central Texas at your Central Texas Honda dealers. Like the 2019 CRV, it features some of the best technology in the market. Impressive fuel economy, tons of cargo space, and best of all, it's available Honda Sensing. Maybe that's why the CRV is the best selling crossover utility vehicle over the past decade, and it's been named the 2019 Edmunds Buyer's Most Wanted Compact SUV. Solve all your Honda envy at one of the Central Texas Honda dealers in their Austin area locations Round Rock Honda, First Texas Honda in Central Austin, Howdy Honda down south, and Howdy Honda San Marcos. You can check out all of their inventory online at centraltexashondadealers.com, but you must see your dealer for details. All right, now it's time for this week's Outdoor News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. I huffed and puffed as I approached the summit of Mount Kilimanjaro. In retrospect, some of my puffs weren't just a breath. At 19,341 feet, Kilimanjaro is the highest peak in Africa and draws about 35,000 climbers every year. But those visitors aren't leaving, are leaving more than just a footprint. Rip-roaring bouts of flatulence are standard issue up here. An article in the Huffington Post estimated that these climbers release 75 cubic meters of intestinal gas each year. I don't know how they reach that figure necessarily. See, I'm trying to think about this morning and uh, here in the bunkhouse. Uh, this article, when I it says, when I reached the Tanzanian guides, Arnold, Frederick, and Michael John, uh, if climbers fart. Much on Kilimanjaro, they look at me confused. Then I made a noise like an eighth grader, and they laughed. And they said, climbers don't, uh, climbers do tend to blaze a trail, especially on summit day. It turns out a smelly condition that they have nicknamed the high altitude flatus explosion. Expulsion, expulsion, <laughs> high altitude flatus expulsion, or H A F E, they call it. H A F E. Hefe. It's Hefe. El Hefe. Yes. <laughs> the pioneers of the Alpine flatulence, Dr. Paul and family professor Emetrius at the Stanford University School of Medicine and founder of the Wilderness Medical Society, um, found that in the summer of 1980, two young doctors were hiking the San Juan Mountains of southwest Colorado on a mission to summit the 14ers. When they climbed above 11,000 feet, they noticed something didn't smell right. So apparently, at altitude, your uh, body produces a, or a pressure maybe, 
that produces and releases gases, and uh, now it's filling the airs. And they're saying on Kilimanjaro, uh, they've come up with the figure, 75 cubic meters of intestinal gas are released um, each year climbing Kilimanjaro in Africa. Yeah, I, I don't know how to gauge that. I don't know if that's good or bad. Or <laughs> how do you find uh, that figure? I yeah. Uh, did you do a test case? Did you capture you know <laughs> a certain amount? Do you follow and, guys with it or like? Oh wait, measure? hold up. How long was that uh, f- f- fart that you just had climbing well, the hill? You know, you could uh, probably measure it with burn time. Burn and, time. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> keep a keep a. A lighter behind it. Yeah, oh, that was about, okay, one cubic, you know, because burn time was two seconds. And uh, that's how I think. I can't believe that one out over all the weird news of the week that the flatulence. That's the one I picked? Out, yeah. Have you, have you, did you hear that one? Did you see that one? Oh, man, yeah. But I can't believe that was the one. I just, <laughs> I never would have thought, weird. I never thought you would pick that one. I thought you'd be like, well, what the heck? What are we talking about? I didn't see about? that one in your stuff. No, because I, I knew. Deleted I didn't think, it. I didn't think it would uh, come over, man. So Beefsteak does a bunch of our uh, research. He's the research department for a bunch of our outdoor news. And sometimes uh, a lot of these stories that I have are uh, from you and what you have sent over um but some of them i gotta this go look because i didn't find Cody. anything weird it was pure co- so in the your, guy in your news you didn't so, you didn't think the whole testicle story the, was, i don't want to go there See, about I any never of know. that stuff it's i never this know a family show it's and a, farting is still funny Okay, we'll go with eighth grade then. You know, eighth grade. <laughs> if you're kind climbing, of so so apparently hikers, when you're climbing, um, you get this pressure in your gut that makes you release these gases because of the high altitude. Because of the altitude, and uh, so I guess it's like a normal thing, just to like let them rip when you're climbing the mountain. I don't know if you've ever a friend of ours went up that that mountain and. Took took uh, you know selfie pictures and all that right going up, and there's people cooking on the side of the trail, going up. Maybe that's what it is. I'm thinking it's big. Are they got bean like chili pots. dogs. <laughs> yeah, like Frito pies, <laughs> <laughs> all that stuff. Two for one hot dogs. Hey, we got to uh, get your hot dogs as you're climbing Kilimanjaro. Get your hot dogs, hot dogs. And it has that chili that, dogs. That, that little dispenser of uh, nacho cheese, <laughs> right? <laughs> get your hot dogs, Kilimanjaro Summit Day. Get your. So I was going to treat my wife to kind of a Whoa. date night. Be I'm careful. switching You're here. You're bringing your wife into this <laughs> nachos farting and, comp topic. Oh man, you brought it back. You just pulled that back, and I thought it was funny because I, I said, "Okay, instead of going to the movie theater, I'm going to surprise her with a home movie, and I'm going to stop in and I'm going to get hot dogs like you would get at the movie theater, right?" Yeah. And so I. Uh, I, I couldn't believe it. I'm over there fixing them up and getting them ready. And the guy behind the counter, he goes, hey, hot dog man. <laughs> I look over. He goes, yeah, I thought that would get your attention. I'm going to lock this door. So don't go out this door. I'm like, I'm like, how did you, uh, you know, I'm like, now I'm hot dog man. <laughs> Wasn't that weird? Beefsteak turns to hot dog man. Beef. Beef dogs, yes. I yeah, times are way. tough. He's, he's left dogs. the steaks and 
Turn to turn to hot dogs for now. Speaking of hot dogs, TJ's yes. on the line. Speaking of farting, climbing mountains. Right. We can ask we the, whole thing. The, the mountain climber himself. Yep. Good morning, TJ. Hey, you can't talk about mountain flatulence without me, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would get you to call in. Is it is it real? Well, Does it happen? It absolutely happens. You hit an elevation and it just Everything changes. So you what's your excuse? There, you what's your old. excuse when you come back home? Uh, that's just age. <laughs> <laughs> and but, I don't even care anymore. <laughs> we noticed. Matter of fact, I reverted back to the six-year-old who, or eight-year-old who just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> the walking, <laughs> the walking farts is what oh, we, we like to call them when you walk by. <laughs> Mrs. Granny just looks over and goes, that's not funny. <laughs> so, no, uh, you're in Wisconsin? In, uh, both Beloit, Wisconsin. Right now it's six degrees. The wind's blowing. So, uh, wind chill's below zero. It's going to be, tomorrow they're predicting below uh, 31 below here. Holy uh, no cow. Just, just cold air. Just cold air. Um, but it was funny. I had to drive from milwaukee here which is about an hour drive and uh i'm driving down the road and i look out and there's this big white area and right in the middle of it's a a guy sitting on a white on a plastic bucket fishing in a hole this ice Uh. fishing in the middle of a lake and it just looked like i just look miserable know how much fun that would be (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it was pretty. It was pretty neat. It's, you know, the, the guys up here. I just did a men's conference. There was four hundred guys there. A bunch of guys just love the outdoors. And you know what? You just you just tailor your activities to the weather. And you know, when you live up here, you just understand that's what it's like. And they deal with it. If they're going out in it, they go out in it. But they said this year's been especially hard, especially cold. And most of those guys I was with yesterday are ready for the cold weather to go away. Yeah, I, be, I be can be done with it. I can see that. I uh, I'm ready for the cold weather to go away, and it's about thirty degrees warmer here. Yeah, I gotta figure that out. I'm I'm supposed to be coming there, and it's supposed to be warm when I come home, and it's going to be the same temperature when I get there as it is here. Yeah. So. Welcome back. Yeah, no kidding. So anyway, it's uh it's cool. I love I love traveling up here. I'm gonna be up here three or four times uh here in the early spring and um the only the only questionable thing is flying through Chicago when I come up north like this. Oh O'Hare, the worst airport yes. in the nation. Oh, you just you just don't wanna get stuck there. Luckily I've been fly I fly southwest and they have kind of a their terminal's kind of set to one side, and it's a little bit easier to get around in. But um, anyway, it's a whole different world. I mean, ice. And you're doing, and, you're up there with KOZ, Kids Outdoor Zone. You were meeting men to to potentially uh, have, have some groups start in that area, part of the country, for uh, the Kids Outdoor Zone program. That's right. We're training men in churches to use hunting and fishing as a tool, an outreach tool in their church to the fatherless boys and the fathers and sons 
in their church and in their community. And so we've had tremendous luck around the country and, uh, God's just opening doors and, uh, you know, we, we introduce it to guys and we just offer it to them. And, uh, we've trained in the last four years, we've trained over 500 guys around the country and in Canada to, uh, how to use it, how to use KOZ and how to rescue little boys. And, uh, it's just amazing. We got a, I got an email from, a, from the guys in Canada speaking of cold weather and they took all their boys from their KOZ group and they camped out one night a couple of weeks ago and it was negative 18 while they were camping out. Holy cow. And they just do it. Yeah. They just do it. Yeah. I love that. Well, and, and you had a couple of different guys uh, at similar conferences around the country you drew the uh, short straw, had to go to Wisconsin where it's negative <laughs> six, and uh, a couple yeah, of the other guys were wearing off. shorts. I'm telling you right now, there's going to be some there's going to be some firings over this one. Uh, <laughs> Heads will roll. So right? I'm I'm in I was in Wisconsin or I'm I'm here in Wisconsin. I had we had a, a, a KLZ guy in Tennessee, and we had uh, Rick McGee KLZ uh, guy in Florida. Where it was 70 and he was wearing short sleeve shirts and he just thought that was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was the first time we've, we've uh, had three different conferences. So we've, we got to get in front of uh, a couple of thousand men and share the story of KLZ. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I mean, where, where else can you, can you do the kind of work that, I mean, it's not your regular Sunday school class. And uh, anyway, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com if you want to start a KOZ group in your church. And please, please, someone in Texas, start another KOZ group so I can be there. (laughs) And normal weather? Well, I wouldn't say normal yet. You may may schedule that one for a couple weeks out still. Hey, you know, we had a – it's interesting. We had a request from Puerto Rico. Ah. Group in Puerto Rico. Hmm. Wonder what they do there. What's the? Well, that's interesting. I don't know. They chase iguanas. Iguana tree wrestling. Yeah, I well, love it. Be fun. It would. Be. Boys are boys. You know, boys. Boys are boys, and and men love doing the stuff that the boys do anyway. So, uh, it's just we'll see. We'll see, but. Appreciate you guys covering the bunkhouse. Y'all sound great. Uh, sorry, well, the fishing went the way it did yesterday. Guess I'm gonna send more like a PR day than. Yeah, I was just yeah. working. I, I was just working. I was just working. Fishing was secondary. <laughs> Making any money was just secondary. I just work for free most of the time. Just look good. Just looking good on the boat. That's, That's all right. that matters. Future right? inve- investment towards my future. Hey, TJ, thank you for hanging out, uh, calling in from Wisconsin, and good luck on your travels back. And I, I also want, I wanted to say, TJ, that you know, after we got that text yesterday, you're doing more than uh, you know, just like getting things started. I see that men are getting activated. You know, you're putting like seeds in their heart to go out and do something now just get involved with young men uh get them in the outdoors just do anything and that's really cool yeah it's a 
it's it's amazing. I'm I'm just totally blessed to be. Thank you for saying that and uh, and just highlighting that because I am totally blessed to be able to share this opportunity for guys and really the guys that start doing this program in their churches really do come alive in their lives. It, it changes a lot of men's lives, their families. Um, it's just amazing what God does with kids outdoor zone. So we're excited about sharing it with any guy in any church that wants it. That's all I know. Come on. All right, brother. We'll see you next week here back in the bunkhouse. In the bunkhouse. Come on. All right. All right. This, uh, Stay warm. The Outdoor Zone brought to you by Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. They've worked hard every day to earn your trust and keep your vehicles running like new. They only hire ASE-certified technicians to repair and maintain your vehicles. They require all of their technicians to complete an intense training program so your vehicle is worked on and maintained by properly trained professionals. 405 West Slaughter Lane, that's the one I use, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park. They've got a location at 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and the newest location just off 620 in Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. You can check out all the deals and specials there at sunautoservice.com. When we come back, Game Warden Field Notes. You don't want to miss it. Only one place right here, the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. It's the Outdoor Zone. Live in the bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Well, I went to church last Sunday so I could sing and pray. But something quite unusual happened on that day. The church is started right on time Just to, like it does without a doubt And everything was all just fine Except for it Hello, I'm Forrest L. Wood And you're listening to the Outdoor Zone Fish on It's finally here Today's the day I had a 12.50 yards away But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind the Outdoor Zone, brought to you by Niall Maxwell's Super Center, quad cabs, crew cabs, Lone Stars, heavy duties. They have it all with massive savings. They're the number one name for Rams in Central Texas. Bring home that 2019 Ram 1500 you've been eyeing. For thousands less. It's got more space, more storage, more technology than ever before. It's featured features a huge 12-inch touchscreen, 22-inch aluminum wheels, tailgate assist, and backup camera. It's perfect for a day of traveling or a day at the lake. You can't go wrong with the truck. They have tons of Ram 1500s in stock with the hundreds of other trucks and truckloads more coming in each day. In fact, no dealer in Central Texas sells more Rams. For the best selection and Nile Maxwell's promise to beat any competitor's price, go see the number one name for Rams in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 across from Walmart. Check them out online, nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. All right, now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. (laughs) 
These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Local Texas Parks and Wildlife Game Warden sees just over 1,800 pounds of shrimp in the Gulf Coast of, and the Gulf of Mexico last Sunday afternoon. According to the Calhoun County Game Warden, Chelsea Bailey, she, along with a couple other game wardens, were patrolling the Gulf of Mexico specifically for shrimp boats. We inspect their catch, the net, turtle extractor device, the TED, that they use on the boat. The TED is a device... That is inside the shrimp net that allows turtles, if they are captured, to exit without any harm or being killed. It has to be at a maximum 55-degree angle. The Bailey said the boat that they pulled over exceeded that significantly, so they seized the 1,800 pounds of shrimp. Bailey added, uh, when the game warden seized that amount of shrimp, they called local businesses and award the highest bidder (laughs) with the shrimp. We contacted a few people in Port O'Connor, Port Lavaca. One bidder uh, bought the 1,800 pounds of shrimp. Bailey added the funds accumulated from the sale go back into research and recovery funds. Finally, That's cool. something That's that good. makes sense. I would have no clue. You know, they they have to seize that stuff right. to what put a herd on it? those. Yeah, what do you do with it? Honey, I'm bringing home a lot of shrimp yeah. tonight. We got to have a shrimp boil at the house, and so are our neighbors and their neighbors. Um, but I thought that was uh, that was cool. You know, they are raising their idea. own money. Yeah, I know they. Do you know drugs? But they see stuff and sell it. I mean, well, they don't sell the drugs. No, uh, archery no, country. Mean, <laughs> there's a certain point in most every hunter's life where they step to the next level and begin to hunt with a bow. Archery country is Austin's only true bow shop for the bow hunter. One of America's fastest growing sports and recreation is recreational archery. Family friendly fun for every age. Private and group lessons they do right there. They have a full indoor range at Austin Archery Country. Plus they have Traeger grills. Mm. Man, I see so many guys now using the pellet style grill. The Traeger Right. Pellet grill. And you don't have to just smoke. If you turn it up, yeah. it'll, you can, it'll no, cook, you can do, cook, Just cook. like a regular grill. Just regular grill, yep. The new owners over there, Alan and Brendan and Tyler, man, they just, uh, the same managers, Mike, they, they are all ready for you to come in and experience shooting a bow. They've got all the newest stuff. They just got back and getting the new shipments of the newest stuff on the market. Only one place we trust, the Archery, Austin Archery, Country team can help you with every step. 8121 Research Boulevard. They're open Tuesday through Fridays from 1030 to 7 and Saturdays from 10 to 5. They're closed Sundays and Mondays. You can check them out online, austinarcherycountry.com. All your favorite segments up next. It's the Outdoor Zone. we got a whole nother hour right here with your Peter Report, your Armed Citizens Report, and more right here live in the bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.